glory, glory, Lord. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. And the people say, Amen. All right, today I'm going to talk about um, prayer. But um, I'm going to talk about one of the spiritual realm, the background of everything, which is speaking in tongues, the secret of operating the supernatural. But I will not go into so much detail, but I'll give you just an introduction of it. You see, tongue speaking, tongue speaking is is something that is not of this world. It's something that is um, is a language that is heavenly. It comes from heaven. Tongues is not human origin. It doesn't come from human. It's from the heavenly. It's from God the Father. The Bible said that in the book of um, 1 Corinthians chapter 30, verse 1. Paul was saying that, and if I speak with the language of angels, you see, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. Paul said that, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, which means there are language of men, or there are tongues of men, and there are tongues of angels. That, one of the tongues is the, is the English, the tongues of men is English. French, Greek, any of the language of this world, Chui, Ga, Dangbe, whatsoever, ever, these are the language of men or tongues of men. Then you talk about the tongues of angels that are angelic within the spiritual language. When angels are speaking their language, nobody will understand as a human. You will not understand because it's a spiritual language. It's a language that you will never understand because it's of them. It's of the spirit. Now, God doesn't introduce, is it interestingly, God doesn't introduce uh, tongue speaking in the, New, in the Old Testament. Because the people of the Old Testament, they are the people of the flesh. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, listen carefully, verse number 45. That it is, it says, as it is written, the first man, look at it though, First Corinthians 15, verse 45. He said, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. And the second man, and the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Now, the Bible said that the first man, it is written, the first man, Adam. So the Bible says that, and so it was written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. You see, and the second Adam was made a quickening spirit. Quickening spirit means a spirit that is restoring the dead to life. It means a life-giving spirit. A life-giving spirit. Jesus, the second Adam, was made a life-giving spirit. So the first people, they were earthly. They were people of the earth. They were people of the flesh. Therefore, God has introduced the language. Nobody, nobody, since the world began, nobody ever spoke in tongues. Look at that. Let's continue. So, is it? Verse 46. How be it that that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. So, tongues, because the people of the first, the first generation, the Old Testament, that is to say, when I say uh, the first generation, I want us to understand. The, the people from Adam, from the first Adam, 
to the time of John the Baptist, nobody ever spoke in tongues. Nobody. Because even then, the Holy Spirit was not given to any man. They only, they only come and go. It come to finish its tax and go back. The Holy Spirit never infill anybody. Nobody ever know in feeling of the Holy Spirit. No man was ever filled with the Holy Spirit. Every one of them, the Holy Ghost come upon them, work with them, and return. So they were not filled with the Holy Spirit to even speak in tongues. They don't even know that. That's what it is. So tongue speaking is something of the New Testament. After Jesus came, even Jesus himself doesn't speak in tongues. But afterward, he taught them, that is in the Mark, Mark chapter number 16, verse 17, Mark 16, 17. It says, and this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they speak with new tongues. So after Jesus Christ died, resurrected, and then, um, let, let, let me read it for you. Mark 16, 17. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. And they shall speak. They shall speak with new tongues. That's what he's saying. It means these people, these New Testament folks, he said these people, they shall be so much new that their spirit will be new. And they shall have power. The Old Testament people never cast out devil. Nobody ever cast out devil. In the Old Testament, nobody cast out devil. They don't even know the truth. They don't know when somebody's behaved some, uh, someone, they don't know it's demonic. They don't even know it. Don't you know, don't you know the Bible said that for grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Only Jesus, after he came, that we know that when somebody is uh, behaving certain way, it's demonic. Nobody knows that it's, it's a demon. Nobody knows it. They don't even know they're demonic. Because then there's no truth. Only Jesus came with truth, the Bible says. Hallelujah. So tongue speaking, it's only for us. Because the other generation, they were carnal. They are not spiritual, as we read. He said this, the first man wasn't spiritual. He said that which was spiritual wasn't first, but the natural rather. That's what we read in 1 Corinthians 15 verse um, 46. 46 says that that which is spiritual wasn't first, but that which is carnal was first. So you got it. So when Jesus Christ came and was born again, uh, sorry, was um, died on the cross, Jesus died on the cross and resurrected, that was when he brought us to the class of God. Because this language called tongues is a language that is only with God, it's hidden in God. Please let's read the book of Ephesians chapter number uh, Ephesians chapter number 3, verse 9. Look at this. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God. This is something that is hidden in Yahweh God. The Bible says that it is something which is hid, hid, hid in God. Not made known. Nobody knows what it's called speaking in tongues. Because something hidden in God is a which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Look, it's and to make all men see, see what is the fellowship of the mystery. God called it to this fellowship. It's a he wants all men to see. To come to realization, to come to the understanding of the truth, to make all men see. <laughs> to see. Is that to make to make all men see 
what is the mystery of the fellowship you see God called it into fellowship that's what God called us into the mystery of the fellowship what is mystery a mystery is a hidden truth number two a, a, a mystery is is something that is a truth that cannot be explained or something that cannot be explained unexplainable number three a mystery is something that is not known and a mystery is something that no man can comprehend the bible says it's a mystery it's not known it's a hidden truth is something that um, no, it cannot be explained. That's a mystery. So the Bible said that God called into this mystery. Now, when I talk about tongues now, tongue speaking, it's a mystery. Nobody can explain it. It's unexplainable. It's something that the human mind cannot comprehend. When you start speaking in tongues, it's amazing to the natural man, to the common person who is not filled with the Holy Ghost. It's common to them. Even Christians, Christians themselves, is a mystery to them. They don't even understand. And the Bible said it's like that. So the Bible said, and 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 God Himself have called into this mystery, it's, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. God called us to fellowship, not to fellowship with angels. Oh no, but to fellowship with God Himself. God himself, God's class. He called us to the class of God. The class of God the Father. That's why he called us. To fellowship with him. Himself. God himself. To fellowship with him. To become one with Yahweh God. That's amazing. Thing. The fellowship. It's a mystery. That, that, that we come to his realm. That's what God himself called us into. To the fellowship of his son. The Bible says he called us to the fellowship of his son. The scripture says that, that we, might, we might bear the image of his son. We are called to that fellowship. The fellowship of the Yahweh God. Hallelujah. That is the fellowship. God called us to fellowship. And that's the highest truth. To come to the realms of God. To have the life of God in you. To understand, to even have the mind of Christ. Do you know what the Bible says in First Corinthians? It said, "We have." It said, "It said, and who have know the mind of God? Who have the mind of God? It said, who who can ever teach Him? Nobody can have can teach God anything, because you don't have you are you are not in the class. The old people that have doesn't come to God class to even teach God anything, and nobody can even teach Him anything. But the Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. That's a higher realm to have God's mind in you, higher." Now we are recreated and we have the life of God, the very life of God, called Zoe. What a mystery. We are called to fellowship with God the Father. We are not easy, we are not small. No, 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 no. That's the fellowship of God himself. Not even demons. Demons doesn't come to this class. I tell you, not even angels. Not even sickness. When we come to the realm of demons and sickness, even not to even human realm. You see, that's a higher realm. We're called to the class of God, the realm of God, the God kind, to have fellowship with God. That's a higher level. To fellowship with God Himself. That's why I always tell Christians 
Demons cannot influence you. Demons cannot possess a Christian. No, they cannot possess you. A Christian cannot be possessed with devils. They can only be attacked. That, that, that's even there in the lower end. Those who know if you come to the realization of whom they are, those are the people that demons can attack them and be worrying them, be troubling them because of the RM. Because even a Christian, you cannot be attacked by the devils. You cannot because your realm angels even surround you. Some says that the angel of the Lord camp around the righteous. Please open to me. Is it Psalm 34? It said, the angel of the Lord encamp around the righteous. They encamp. They encamp to deliver them. So why angels surround you? Why would demons come? Why would they come? Why angels surround you? Why would demons come? They cannot come there. Um, Psalm 34 verse 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him. And delivered them. That's the word of God. And delivered them. The angel of the Lord encamp around the around them that fear him. Who are the them? The Christians. Because we fear God. The Bible said, angels surround us. And what did they do? To deliver. So if they are there, where would demons come? Please, we should stop living in the mediocrity because we are higher than that. We are higher than sickness and diseases. And in the life, we live in disease and sickness. Does it come? You see, it's a higher realm, the realm of God. Read the Bible that even the men that were with Jesus, that time they were not even filled with the Holy Ghost. Whether any of them fall sick, they were rather given power to cast out devil. That's what was given to them. You see, when we understand the fellowship, the realm that God called us into, eh? look. Like our churches, our churches should not be Christians. Christians themselves, they should not be sick. Oh no, Christians, we shouldn't be sick. Our churches should be turned into healing centers. When we heal the sick and cast out devils, that's what we should be doing. Because that's the realm that Jesus said we should be. He said, in my name, shall they cast out devil? Shall they heal the sick? Shall they speak with new tongues? That's what it is. The fellowship. Now, let's go into the tongues now because I'm already teaching that. Tongue speaking is the highest level. When you, are, when you believe and the Holy Ghost feel you, that's where you speak in tongues. And you can never, feel, you can never speak in tongues until the Holy Spirit baptizes you. When you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, you are baptized with fire. That is the thing. When you are baptized with, with the Holy Spirit, that's where you speak in tongues. Because there are two realms, please, I want you to understand when I'm talking about the Holy Spirit, we have the infilling, the, sorry, the indwelling of the, of the Spirit and the infilling of the Spirit. When, 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 when the, the Holy Ghost indwell you, indwell, He indwell you to bear fruit. The Bible says Galatians chapter number, Galatians chapter number three. The Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is self-control, love, kindness, gentleness. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians says so. Galatians chapter number 3. Um, let's, let me read for you this one. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Galatians. It says that the fruit of the Spirit... 
kind of fruit of the spirit sorry uh, open to me galatians chapter number five rather please galatians chapter number five open to me now please galatians chapter five thank you galatians five the bible says that the fruit of the spirit the fruit of the spirit we have the fruit of the spirit and the first one the fruit of the spirit the bible said that is love the first one is love the fruit of the spirit is love verse 22 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law that's galatians chapter number 5 verse 22 that's the fruit of the spirit now that is the indwelling of the spirit now but but, but when you have the indwell this indwelling of the spirit my dear you never speak in tongues but there is a higher realm of the baptism of the spirit that's to be baptized with fire the fire baptism that's where tongues come from your mouth when you read Acts chapter number 2 the Bible said on the day when the day of Pentecost is fully come they are with one accord and suddenly there came a rushing mighty wind and filled the house and I said, there appeared unto them clothing tongues as of fire that sat upon each of them. And the Bible said that, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That realm, where they spoke in tongues, that is the baptism of fire. Because in John chapter number 19, John chapter 20, sorry, in John 20, Jesus said, when Jesus Christ was resurrected from the dead, he came to them. He said, be filled with the is that receive the holy spirit and they receive it because jesus doesn't lie he to receive the holy spirit and they never receive never receive anything they receive it because he breathed upon them the breath of the spirit he breathed upon them the spirit and they, they were filled that day they were filled with the holy spirit but the bible doesn't record that they were filled with the holy spirit but what happens is that they have the indwelling they were born again that day but what came upon them in Acts chapter 2, they received the empowerment for service. That one is for the fruit bearing. They were born again. Because to be born again is a spiritual thing. When your spirit is recreated, that day they were born again. But in the day of Pentecost, in Acts 2, they were baptized for service. Empowerment. They were empowered. You see, let me tell you something. If you are not baptized with this baptism in Acts chapter number 2, what they receive? If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, as they were filled, you will not have power in your life. If you are Christian and you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit, you don't have power. You will become a weak person. The day that the Holy Ghost will come upon you and it will transform your life and thoughts will come from your mouth, you yourself, you know power has come into your life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That is the thing. That is the thing. You will know power has come into your life. You will know because he said, Acts 1 verse 8, he said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He said, you will receive the power after the Holy Spirit has come. After the power has come. He said, you will receive the power after the Holy Spirit has come. So when the Holy Spirit doesn't come upon you in that manner, you will not you know, you know, you know, experience power in your life, I tell you. There are many people, many Christians, many good Christians that hasn't experienced the power of God because 
the Holy Spirit never filled them. They were not baptized in this realm. They don't speak in tongues. Tongue speaking is so powerful. When you speak in tongues, it transforms you. You receive power into your life. This language, when you speak in tongues, there was a he that speak in unknown tongues. First Corinthians 14. There was a he that speaketh in unknown tongue, does not speak unto men, but speak unto God. When you open your mouth, when somebody is speaking in tongues, the person doesn't speak to men, the Bible says, he's speaking to God direct. Because this is the language that comes from God. And the Bible says that no man understands him. That's what it is. Let's read it. First Corinthians. Chapter number. Chapter number 14, verse 1. It's a follow after charity and desire spiritual gift. But rather that ye may prophesy. I want to express something here. You see, there was a follow after charity. The charity means love. Follow after love. You see, if you are a Christian and you don't follow after love, the gift of God will not manifest mightily in your life. And after you receive the holy, you receive the gift of God, it will shrink. Because the gift of God functions with love. The Bible said, follow after charity and desire spiritual gift. When you don't follow after love, when somebody is um, having maybe the gift of God somewhere, he can be the most powerful prophet. The time will come in your life that you will when a time that time has come when you don't walk in love among your, the brethren the brethren is the, ch- the children of God the, ch- the Christians if you start hating any of them whatsoever you have will shrink because the power of God doesn't work against love it operates the power of God operates in love if you don't descend the brethren well the people of God well if you don't not, I, I don't mean um, if you don't love the people of this world, the people of the world, the Bible says, love not the world, not the things in the world. The Bible talks about the love between the people, the brethren, because we all have one Father, God the Father. If you start hating a Christian, or you are bitter against a Christian, your grace or the gift on you will shrink. That's what it is. So the Bible says, follow after charity, follow after love. And is our spiritual gift, but rather that ye may prophesy. Verse 2. For he that speaketh in unknown tongue, you know the Bible call it unknown tongue. The tongue is unknown. Something that is unknown is not known to people. Unknown. It means not conversant to others. Unknown. It's not known to men. For he that speaketh in unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. God said it. That if you are speaking in tongues, you are not speaking to men. Your tongues is not for men. It's for God himself. He that speaketh in unknown tongue, doesn't speak unto men, but speak unto God. That's what it is. You are speaking unto God. How be it? Is it how be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries? God said that. He said, when you are speaking in tongues, you don't speak unto men, but you speak unto God. For no man understands you. He said, and how be it in the spirit you speak mysteries. No man understands you. When you are speaking in tongues, God said that no man understands you. Don't try to impress men. Don't, uh, don't try to help men to understand you. Please, they will not understand. 
He said, for no man understands. No man means no man. No man will understand you when you speak in tongues. It's not a language for men, so they will not understand. No man understands you, the Bible says so. When you start speaking legal, something that is unexplainable to men, they will not understand. It's a mystery. God said, in the spirit, you are speaking mystery. Only God understands that mystery. And I told you, mystery is a hidden truth. Is that not so? So, when you are speaking in tongues, don't expect men to understand. They will not understand you. Don't fabricate words to express yourself before them. You are worrying yourself. In, in human standard, you are doing something good. By God's standard, you are zero. Because he that speaketh in unknown tongue does not speak unto men, but speak unto God. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. God said the person is speaking mystery. What a blessing. When we open our mouth today and we speak in tongues, we are speaking mysteries. We are speaking hidden truth. We are speaking concerning our life. We are speaking concerning our, our will because that's what praise the will of God. I want to show you something about it. The tongues this way is the only, when we speak in tongues, somebody said, but what's, what is this thing I'm saying? I might not say a wrong thing. Please, you cannot say a wrong thing in the presence of God. The tongues is not from you, so it is never wrong. You will never say something against God's will. You will never insult anybody. So how can you insult with tongues? You can't. It's too holy that there's no abusive words in it. There's no evil. There's no negative words. No negative word can proceed from tongues. It doesn't come there. It's too holy and perfect. Remember, God gave the holy law to Israel. He gave 630 laws. 630 laws. And these people, because the law is too holy, they were not able to discern it well, and they all fall out. Because they, 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 up, they understand the law naturally, instead of to understand it spiritually, and to walk by faith. The Bible told us that these people, they couldn't flow with the law because they did everything without faith, and they were broken off. God broke them off because they don't work with faith. That's what it is. They don't work with faith. So tongue speaking is something spiritual. It has to be something that is operated by faith. You have to believe it. That's all. Because it's holy. Let's go to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Lord. I want to show you something. Romans 8. Look at what the Bible said. The man said, for, um, he said, for we don't even know what we should pray for. He said, likewise, look at this one. Likewise, the Spirit also helped our infirmities, our weakness, our troubles, our anxieties. He said, the Spirit, likewise, the Spirit also helped our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. He said, we don't even know what we should even pray for. Even if we know what we should pray for, we don't even know how to pray it. He said, for, he said, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought to pray. You see, as we ought to. We don't even know how. 
even if we know the how, even the how, we don't even know how best we can even pray. We cannot even pray by the natural because we are too weak in that realm. The human realm is too weak that we cannot even pray things to the satisfaction of the Holy Ghost or satisfaction of God. We don't even reach the standard. Don't you know the Bible says that the righteousness of men is filthy rag. It's filthy rag. It cannot even reach the standard. Let me tell you, there is nothing you can do to please God in this flesh. There is nothing. Anything you do must, must be carried by the Spirit because we are the children of the Spirit. Anything we do, if we have to talk, we have to do it to the glory of God. The Bible, don't you know it is written? Oh my God. It said that whatsoever you do, whether in words or deed, do it in the name of the Lord. Do it in the name of the Lord. Because if it's not done through his name or through the spirit, it's not accepted. It's not accepted. Don't you know Jesus could have to die through the spirit? Everything we do has to be through the spirit. Hallelujah. Through the spirit. Are you listening to me? No. Now, let's continue. But the spirit help. Oh my God. But the spirit maketh it. Make an intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Bible says the Spirit do it. Something that we cannot do, the Spirit do it. That's why we are weak. We couldn't do it. The Spirit do it. How? How does the Spirit do it? It do it through tongues. The Holy Spirit do it through tongues. When you open your mouth, Liga Rato Gradaba Suta, Bon Gradisto Capara da Liga, Conzi Gradisto Zadaliana Dosa. That amazing thing that you are doing, that you yourself you don't understand. The Bible said that one is much grooming that cannot be uttered. Let me read it again. It said, but the spirit itself, it should be the spirit himself because the Holy Spirit cannot be it. You cannot call God it because the Holy Spirit is God. You cannot call him it. Those who translate the Bible here, they also made mistake. It should not be it. It should be the spirit himself. But the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with, with groanings which cannot be uttered. Something that cannot be explained. Paul said that, one time Paul said in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, he said, uh, uh, is it chapter 12? Yeah. He said, I knew a man about 40. He said, this man was taken to paradise and had unspeakable words that cannot be uttered. What was that he had? You see, there are, there are things in the spirit cannot be explained physically on it. When Jesus came, Nicodemus came to him. And he started explaining something of the natural, being born again. Nicodemus doesn't understand. And he said, if I'm talking natural things, if I'm talking things of the earth, and it's so hard for you, if, if I start talking heavenly things, he said, if I'm talking natural things here, commonly things, things of the natural, that you cannot understand. You are a teacher of Israel, Nicodemus. If, if I, is a, what are, what are, if I start talking heavenly things? Is that when I start talking about heavenly things, then you run away. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is that you run away. You cannot bear them because the natural things are too, are too powerful for you. They are, they are tarnishing you. And what about the spiritual things? When you talk about the heaven, the wheels in heaven, the thrones, the glories, the angelic realm, the powers of God, the ages to come, the anointing, 
the supernatural currencies, then you'll be, you'll be carried away like tongues. People doesn't believe, you see, tongues becomes a, a, something that is bombarding the mind of men that a whole, a whole chapter talks about it. A whole chapter talk about it. The first Corinthians 14, he talk about it. Hallelujah. Now, let me, let me continue reading Romans 8. Let me explain further. Now, verse number um, 27. It's a he that search the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit. Who is the one that search the heart? God. God who search the heart. The Bible says he knows the minds of the spirit. God who knows what is happening in your heart. Even before you are going to open your mouth to pray, he knows it. He said he knows what the mind of the spirit is. He's trying to explain to us that even if you don't understand the spiritual, God knows it. You understand? So he said, because he make an intercession for, for the saints according to the will of God. They are talking about the Holy Spirit. He said the Holy Spirit, he make intercession for you. For you a Christian. He made for you according to the will of God, not outside God's will. According. So maybe if you are panicking that if you are speaking in tongues, it's not right. My dear, it's something in the will of God. Perfecto. Perfecto. Accurate. Perfect. Nothing can be done in the will of God more than the Holy Spirit. Who else? How many of you here? How many of you human can do something that will please God? more than what the Holy Spirit will do. How many of us can, can do anything that, the things that we do our service to God? How many, how many of us can say that you are doing God's will? Bah! That can match to what the Holy Spirit is doing. That is why we do, we, we pray. That's even the reasons why we pray. That, that once we are praying, God will move us into the will of God. That's why we pray, oh God, let us walk in your will. We pray too much because we don't want to be out of God's will. Human standard is too low that we cannot match up with God's will. Only through the Holy Spirit. So, my dear, speak in tongues today. Talk in tongues. Be bold in tongues. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it in the morning. Speak it in the evening. Speak it dawn at night. Speak it on the way. Speak it. When you're in trouble, speak in tongues. When you're in joy, speak in tongues. In every aspect of your life, speak in tongues. Things will change. May the peace of God come upon you while you are, you are listening to this message. But the glory of God be strong in your life. Things are coming to change because the Spirit of God will take over your life. Hallelujah. Let us speak in tongues this few minutes. Ligaraba so krataba randi logo sata parata la kosataba ligaba sotaba as we are speaking tongues con gradila gradeso we are speaking according to the will of God libra ston gradaba randi positra gaba randi and we are charged up in the spirit ligodo sata mon gradista ligrotaba posataba ligrata barata panza gradistonda mon degre tonzi grida ligrado sa 
Sosa, Montagrada Basota, Mandala, Barandebe. For he that speaks in unknown tongue does not speak unto men, but speak unto God. For no man understands him. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mystery. In the name of Jesus, we are speaking the mysteries of God. In the name of Jesus, the power of God is strong. In the name of Jesus, because we are talking accordance to the will of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. I pray for your people. Let your power be strong upon them. As they open their mouth, direct their words. In the name of Jesus. If there is anyone that is listening to me that is not filled with the Holy Ghost here. In the name of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is coming upon you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands now. And be filled with the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, begin to speak in tongues. Open your mouth now by faith and talk with tongues. Be filled with the Holy Spirit from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be filled with the Holy Ghost now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. God bless you and stay blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.